welcome. It's episode 130, Red Leaf Retrocast Anime Edition. I'm JD. Tori, your theme pick today. Yes, I did. I picked. You picked. You picked a thing. I did indeed pick the thing. It was an anime from 2004 Ugh. called Sunabosu, a.k.a. Desert Punk. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> it sure was. Studio Gonzo anime. All right, Who remembers I... Gonzo? Well, oh, that, expl- <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> All right. So on this episode today... Oh, Hickey, you're here. Yes, <laughs> I am. Hi. He's also here. <laughs> In case anyone was wondering. <laughs> I'm barely here. Barely. <laughs> I'm here. So on this episode, we're doing summer 2022 impressions, as I guess minimum as it is. <laughs> Full effort, guys. Well, like it's either th- it's either now or we wait like essentially three weeks for the next episode to come out. So might as well do it now. Might as well because we've watched so much of this new season. After all, I have I've, watched. I've, uh, watched. Three sh- I've watched three shows. <laughs> Hickey, Hickey you're, you're barely I'm, here. Nobody wants to... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let me just exit the call. Bye. <laughs> no, you can stay. You can stay. It's fine. Okay. Let uh, me mute myself. So, uh, the way this podcast works, if you're listening for the first time... Uh, I haven't done this in a while, but... Um, I was about, yeah. Yeah, this is the Red Leaf Retrocast. We, uh, each host picks an, epi- uh, an anime to review, and we go... In rotation, uh, the anime must be at least 15 years old from today's date, and we're good to go. And then we just talk mm-hmm. about random shit and possibly anime beforehand. I there mean, to be fair, JD, who doesn't know about us at this point, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's been, what, four years of doing this? Exactly. Everyone knows who we are, definitely. Oh, no. Uh. It's actually five years. Oh God! Oh God! Am I that old? <laughs> oh no! Oh, holy shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. What happened? We just passed our five-year anniversary, uh, June third, twenty twenty-two. We didn't even know. I didn't remember it. <laughs> what are we, I mean, okay, we, so that would have been gonna... that would have been the bastard episode for five-year okay. anniversary. Yeah. I mean, have we ever done an anniversary? Th- I don't think we have. To be perfectly we, honest, I don't. We did, well, well, we did episode one hundred. Uh, we did episode one hundred, but like, I mean, that that's that was special. It was because, May last you know, year. <laughs> that, that was also that was also oh a bit God. of a joke, considering fact that we always said that we wouldn't make it past ten episodes. So, I mean, you know, there's that. Yeah, but, five uh, years later. <laughs> five years later, and for some reason, we didn't. We still haven't. We still haven't realized that this isn't worth it and decided to call it quits. No, it's Man. great. Come on. What are you talking about? What other <laughs> anime podcast is reviewing things that are very old? <laughs> Surprisingly, I do see some pop up every now and then, now and again. They don't last very long. Consistently. Oh, no, they, don't, they don't. They don't. They do not. But it is a lot of them are podcasts that just happen to talk about something, which is interesting. Whenever it's just like, oh, we decided to, to go through Ashton Joe. And I'm just like, man, that was our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was episode one. <laughs> that was a long time ago, man. Now that you mention it, I came across a couple recently, but they they were more like just retro cultural podcasts, and they mm. do an anime episode, and they just kind of talk about old anime. That's all they do. Well, that's all yeah. they did for that like one or two episode span. Mm. I mean, it makes sense though. Yeah, it's, it it's always sense. it's always the same things though. It's like, hey, uh, I watched Toonami. Um, Dragon Ball is no, good. 
I know, but I mean, that makes sense for like a cultural aspect of it, right? Because it's like, let's be real honest here and say like, you know, unless you have like a very specific interest in retro anime, you probably are going to seek out most things. Like, there are a lot, there are a lot of shows, older shows that are worth watching, but also a lot of shows that are just kind of like, they are from below average to above average. And Bro, have you good. seen, have you looked at the be... list of our scores of these things we've been reviewing lately? <laughs> I, I, I'm well aware, I'm well aware, but that's my point, right? But my it's like, God, they're know, all terrible. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you do eventually run out to, of shows, so then you end up on that, like, the rest, right? The the sort of shit that everybody keeps complaining about seasonal anime was like, most of the seasonal anime is shit. And it's like, yeah, it always has been. 90% of the stuff that comes out isn't good. <laughs> that's kind of, that's just kind of how it is. There's one good show that no one watched because it looked like shit and it's been 40 years since it came out. So no one actually watches this anymore. <laughs> There's the, the retards uh, like us that go around finding those kind of things. Yeah, we're... But most of yeah. the time it's just shitty recommendations just to make <laughs> a frustrating episode to record. You know, we most did, re we did review like, all of Slam Dunk. <laughs> most of the time just we did review all of Slam Dunk. Yeah. Now, most of the time it is literally just a matter of like, huh, someone recommended this anime to me at, uh, at one time. Maybe we should watch it. And I was like, man, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. So besides Holy doing fuck. Nashka Valley of the Wind this year, our highest rated anime, uh, not counting Slam Dunk, because that was like a, <laughs> a multi-year process, was uh, your pick, Hickey, from back in March. It was um, Silver Fang, <laughs> of all things. No, that was the story pick. I was about to say, that is my pick. What did I just say, Hickey? Hickey, yeah. Oh, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, Mine was I mean, Coyote, Coyote Ragtime Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> it absolutely was. Is that your Not highest like rated pick <laughs> this year? I don't think it was. Is it? No, well, it okay, you picked Nauska, so I guess that counts. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, like, it is... Even then, like, Silver Fang is just, like, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, it was good. We gave it high praise. I don't... We did. But it is still one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Like, would I, would I recommend someone to go out of their way to watch it? Probably not. But it is fun. It's worth it. <laughs> Everyone wants to be the top bitch. <laughs> Everyone wants to be the top bitch. But yeah, nah. Like, but that is basically, that is essentially where we're at now. We're, we're essentially just fucking, like, fucking swimming through the garbage, tr trying to find the fucking treasure. And it's like, that has to be something, right? Something has to be overlooked. <laughs> well... It's not even yeah, just overlooked. It's it's what have we not watched? What haven't we watched in twenty yeah. years? Kind of situation. I exactly. mean, we could just course, go through. We could just go on a slew of watching all the old Ghibli movies. We could do we that. We could. We could. There's a lot of stuff we haven't talked about. You know, technically, like the beginning of all. Like, I mean, obviously, we started Bleach, but like the beginning of all of the fucking big three, right? They're technically a retro at this point. And I just, you know, they're the just, earlier like episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like there isn't stuff to talk about, but at the same time, it's like, you know, there's plenty of One Piece podcasts out there. The sort Naruto of. podcasts that did, did exist, they're probably dead. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, you know, I guess the Bleach stuff, the Bleach fandom is still trucking along, trying to pretend like Bleach is still relevant. But, um, I mean, it is coming back, so I guess it is now. But, you know. We just reviewed it. <laughs> we did. But also, I don't really think we work as a fucking uh, good measurement for that, because when the fuck did we ever care about stuff being relevant? 
I, bastard, <laughs> I guess was the closest uh, ba- recently. Bastard, bastard is one. Although usually it's more like we fucking said uh, said a look of stuff to talk about than just like some somebody's like, wait a minute, isn't that coming out again? And it's like, yeah, it is. Oh, let's talk about it then. <laughs> uh, Evangelion. We did all like the rebuild movies and stuff when we, we did the, all the new one came. Uh, that was relevant. Wasn't that like after? The, yeah, either, either way, it was it was like, around the same time. I guess. Either way, that was a waste of time. So, um, but yeah, I, like most of the time, it's like it is literally just a case of like, does this sound interesting? Sure, I guess that sounds interesting. Let's let's talk about that, and then it turns out not to be very interesting or very good or I don't know. I don't know. Some I have are worth I it. have so much fun doing these episodes though, because I mean, in what universe would I review something like heavy or even watch it on my own? Mm. And we have a whole <laughs> podcast of laughing about like a dude with cancer and AIDS. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, literally. No, like, I mean, I, I agree, right? It is, it is fun. Although I would say it's probably, about it's kids probably, with cancer? yeah, obviously, it's, yes. <laughs> it's probably more fun to record these podcasts and talk about these shows than it is to watch them a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. <And> it's, like, <laughs> it's not, yeah. just like sitting there watching. It, it's like ah, it's give and I take. Don't know. <laughs> It, it is. I mean, some things are absolutely worth, like, you know, like, what's a show that we rated really poorly? Yeah, Genocyber, for example, right? But I mean, Oh, yeah. Genocyber, that, that's that's the sort of shit you expect from Genocyber. No one goes into Genocyber expecting greatness. Right. You ever went to Genocyber expecting a fucking <laughs> hot mess, <laughs> but an entertaining hot mess. Yeah. We could go on a slew of just popular shows that uh, we could. Where's the fun in that? But yeah. honestly, yeah. those episodes, while they do a, they do better in downloads, they don't do like that much better. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. relatively. Yeah. Like okay, so we go from like eight hundred downloads an episode to a thousand. It's like all right, so we got an extra two hundred. How many people stay? We are literally. Like, yeah. we, we've been we stuck li- there for years. <laughs> we have. We are literally doing that thing where it's like we're fucking watching the things that nobody else is going to watch because there's no no need to. There's no point in doing it. But you know what? If you're ever curious about something, just come to us. We have probably talked about it at some point, and we we probably came up with the exact same conclusion that you also also figured a long time ago. It is probably not worth it. <laughs> so you know, but now, now you know. Now you but know. now you can confirm. And uh, like, <laughs> like so, so I went on a podcast uh, earlier this morning, and uh, while plugging, it's like, hey, what you do an anime podcast? What do you? Uh, what did you just review? And it's like, well, we just reviewed a penguin that came back from Vietnam, and it's a whole movie about him having PTSD and a, a woman he falls in love. And they just go, what? <laughs> you review that? It's like, we review some weird things. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even the weirdest thing we've talked about. Not <laughs> yeah, even. Yeah, no. That is some, there's some jams, definitely. And really, we're just kind of referencing all the things we've talked about this year. We got five years of content of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And every once in a while, we watch some good stuff as well, because, you know, or piss off the Sailor Moon fans, because for some reason, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, we and don't get much. So uh, it was a thing episode. at the time. Yeah, I mean, it was a thing at the time. I'm not expecting people to fucking sit around or waiting for the next time we badmouth Sailor Moon. I, I do hope people have more have better things to do with their you lives. Let me check. Because uh, the, <laughs> the download algorithms are all fucked up these days, because Anchor and we switched away from... Podbean, but uh, let's see here. What's uh, what's among the most downloaded uh, episode rankings? Here we go. Let's see. 
Excel Saga. <laughs> That's number one now. All right. Hmm. All right. Episode 11, by the way. <laughs> if anyone's wondering. That's how that functions. What's number two? Let's see. Looking, 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 looking. Witch Hunter Robin. Oh, that was always popular for some reason. Yeah. Episode yeah. yeah. That show is horrible. Oh. It is. I don't know. Like, it's there's some weird ones like 1, that. Same thing with like seventy blue, downloads. Yeah. Same thing like Blue Gender. I remember that's a show that like always people talk about. But goddamn it, it's not good. <laughs> that thing is also. Yeah, awful. Does anybody ever actually watch those? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. apparently, yeah, because they're like they're popular shows. People like them, but I'm. And it's one of those things where it's like I feel like that. Those are the epitome uh, of like. Oh, I watched that when I was a kid, and I remember I really enjoyed that. Night has one thousand nine hundred thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, JD, hentai are always popular. The hentai okay? episodes are very popular. That's true. <laughs> we got we a couple do of those. One. Should do another one, Hickey. You got one in mind? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Historically and relevant, I don't think you guys want to know. What, La Blue Girl? <laughs> oh. No. It, it, no, no not stuff. feeling that one? <laughs> this No. How do you guys feel about me 2000 Japan? <sighs> no one likes 2000 Japan except for you. Like I don't I don't get it. Well, it's because, you know, it was a little bit before the the thing passed. You know, that one law which oh, a a famous mangaka got got with <laughs> you know? The Blue thing? Gender's got 1,293. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think you guys would have revealed that kind of no. thing. It's no. all there. <laughs> I know what it is. I know what it is. I know it exists. Same as there are some things we're never going to talk about. Like, fucking, what's that, what's that fucking thing called? Lolita, that fucking oh, hentai. That's not, that's not something we're ever going to fucking do. Because goddamn, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Anyways, enough about that. Enough about that. Enough about that. Uh, impressions. How about we just go into it then? I think we sure, bullshit yeah. it long enough. Good five-year anniversary talk. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. We review weird shit and dumb shit and most of the time frustrating shit. Uh, but the good thing is all of our content is definitely like more on the evergreen stuff, so I think that's why like periodically things just get hit with a bunch of downloads and because that has happened, where a community on Reddit or something just hits it, and we come up in a search engine like immediately because no one else reviews it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hmm. I think uh, Initial D got hit with that a couple times mm. over the years. Okay, so summer twenty twenty two impressions. I have picked three shows to watch. A fourth, but Don Machi. I think they just had their first episode come out like today. So, I guess we'll have to wait a little bit for that one. Um, but, uh, so I got three shows. Uh, what, uh, Tori, what are you watching? What are your, what are uh, your impressions? I, so, so far, the two shows that I watched from this season are uh, uh, the uh, second season of The Devil is a Part-Timer and the fourth season of Overlord, meaning I've seen the first episode of both of them. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I think you'll get a lot from those since they're sequels. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you want me to just jump straight into it? I don't. I, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, Devil is a part timer is ranked uh, kind of. I'm just looking at the Mal like 
popularity rankings and uh, Part Timer is one. Overlord season four is number three. So you got mm. two of the top three there. Yep. What All right. Got? So the Devil is a Part Timer season two. I'm going to start there. Uh, basically, you know, it's been almost ten years since the first season, and um, essentially, just we just get thrown right back into everything. Uh, we're essentially just following like a uh, well, a Devil Lord. Was was fled to the human world and uh, is now working part time. Well, the hero chased after him, and it's also working. And they're just sort of living normal life and getting by. Uh, that's essentially the whole thing. It's a bit of a comedy, uh, comedy sort of light novel style comedy. And man, do you feel that when the fucking first episode of the season starts? Because you know, I en- I remember enjoying this, and to a certain extent, I still do. But you definitely do feel like a lot of the comedy is dated. And the fact that they essentially just jump you straight back into everything, like like they're just like, all right, yeah, remember the events that happened? Yes, never. That was sick, dude. Anyways, let's move on. It's just like, bruh, <laughs> 10 years, sick, and you're just going to fucking end wave it like yeah. you did that. Remember that character? No. Well, he's <laughs> fat now. I was like, okay. Okay, yeah, sure. The, fucking, cool. the, bo- the boss is oh, like, okay. that's the dude from across the street, the fucking rival of the fucking fast food industry. It's like, oh, yeah, I think Ooh. I remember that, that, that. Wait, what? I don't remember him looking like that. Yeah, no, he's fat now. Oh, okay. All right, I, I guess that explains. Yeah, sure. sure. And, you know, sure. it's just a bunch of, like, funny stuff, typical, like, oh... Uh, trying to get getting back into the situation, you know they're poor. The devil is poor. He works he works part time at McDonald's for fuck's sake. Of course he's poor, and he's the only one in the household of three that works. Like, of course they're poor. So yeah, it's just kind of that getting back into it, seeing some characters again, getting attacked by a fucking cockroach, being scared as being scared as all hell, shit like that until until a baby shows up and. uh Declares the devil lord and the hero to be its parents, and yay! And I, man, that is a joke I haven't seen in a while. <laughs> uh, that is an that is an old one. So yeah, that is basically where uh, where the show is at at the moment. There isn't that much to happen in episode one, all things considered. It just sort of keeps going with the comedy. I, I mean, it, it, I definitely think it would have been better off, you know. Not being ten years down the line, but uh, I'm gonna hold off any like real judgment until I've seen where they're actually planning on going this season. Because with one episode, there's obviously not been much. Sure. So maybe uh, the, maybe the third next season is also already confirmed. So. Uh, oh my god! I, I think it is. I not think s- it is. I'm not seeing anything, but you might be right. Yeah, because Classroom of the Lead, the third season is confirmed. I'm pretty uh. sure. It's the same for that was a part time. Yep. And yeah, I'm just going to do Overlord 4 quickly as well, because it's basically the same thing. I watched one episode, and Overlord starts every season the exact same way. Here's characters you remember. Here's characters bantering with each other. Here's Albedo being fucking thirsty over Mawonga again. And you know you love it, because you always do. Do you remember what happened? I mean, it's been like four or five years, so probably not. Has it really been that long between season three and four? I think so. Because this is 2022, and then, yeah, 2018. Wow. Time flies. It sure does. 
And it's just like, you know, remember they fucking they took over the kingdom, you know, whatever. They're they're in control now. They're they're ruling people's lives and people really don't like them right now. Hmm. So there's that. there's that. There 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 is that. But yeah. We're we're back. All the same characters you know and love. You know you're gonna enjoy this as well. I sure did. I laughed my ass off at the first episode because I'm fucking I'm dumb like that. And yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Overlord. You, you, you've, seen, you've seen the other three seasons of Overlord, you know exactly what you're getting. Okay. Yeah. My friend said it was the best soap opera you come <laughs> on in, in a long time. I mean, he's, he's uh, not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. It's, still, it's, it's the same shit. It's the funny stuff with Momonga just sitting there being fucking supreme leader, and now he has to deal with fucking politics and shit like that as he's just sitting there, like, getting requests and having to look through forms and shit, and he's just there like, hmm. Yes, of course. And then you get the cut to like the freeze thing into his like inner monologue, and it's just like I don't know what any of this is. I can't read this. I don't understand it. But I'm gonna have to look important and look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's funny. All right, uh, I'll go next. So I got three shows I'm watching: uh, Made in Abyss season. What is this? Technically three, I suppose. Isn't it two? Well, they count the the third movie as like its own season, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess they did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll just go with three. We'll just we'll just go with uh, that. Um, then I got Call of the Night. I'm watching that, and uh, <laughs> I have gone through and watched uh, Isekai Harem. Oh, of course. Did. Yeah, and. Between watching Isekai Harem and this fucking show Desert Punk, God, I feel like a dirty old man. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you sure? I mean, oh, at least they are sincere. They're not trying to hide anything. I mean, yes. If there's one commonality between the two shows, uh, they are definitely men true to their feelings. They do not hold back. And uh, at least at the very least, it's so absurd at times you just can't help but laugh. And so I'll start with this guy here because oh my god, uh, he's transported into another world. He murders some bandits like right off the bat. He immediately comes to the conclusion he's in a game, and then he uh, yeah of course he immediately I mean freaks out when he can't log out or he just goes well this is my life now. <laughs> he goes into town. Um, gets money because I guess a dude stole from him or whatever. Who cares? Uh, he sells him off as a slave. He gets money. Then the slave trader goes, I have a hot chick you could buy. And they just go through this dialogue where it's like, you can make her do whatever you want. And they say some grotesque things like you can shove things up her ass. You could. He's just like, oh, my God, I can do all that to her. Oh, this is the greatest. How much? <laughs> he's like, ah, well, you know, she's not she's not cheap. Like, okay, well, where do I go? What can I do? Well, you can go to this dungeon. You can go grind, I guess. And he's like, well, the grinding's not working. Goes into the dungeon. And weirdly enough, the dungeon is super interesting because he has this sword, which has like mana and HP absorption powers. So that's like the cheat code he has to, I guess it's like his DLC he got in the game. <laughs> his cheat code is lifesteal okay yeah yeah and money still so and dude can just is a murder machine oh right yeah he through trading he has a 
I guess, a skill that can increase how much everything's worth if he trades it or something. But, um, yeah, so he's in the middle of grinding, trying to get enough money. He had a near-death experience when he got caught in a, uh, what do they call it? Like a camp, camp of monsters, um, side dungeon. So he definitely needs, like, help in this. One thing I did, like, if I'm to actually critique a part of the show was the beginning of episodes two. It does, like, a wild flash forward where it shows, like, all the women he, I guess, ends up buying. And it it's, like, ten years later or something, and there's, like, a kid that's clearly his, and he has this weird conversation with him. And then the intro music starts. I'm like, well, that's lame. I kind of at least want some mystery of who is all these hot chicks he's gonna fuck. <laughs> Don't just tell me outright and show me. That's lame. <laughs> I need a little bit, a little bit of tease, a little bit of yeah. Rage. At Come least on. give me a little cock tease going on with the story. Don't just do, JD, lay it JD, out JD, for JD. me right there. <laughs> you you don't understand, man. Like we're talking about that. We're talking about a bunch of a bunch of slaves there, right? Like sure. if you're watching this show and you don't like the origin, the first girl, right? You're gonna drop the show, so you need that pointer to be like, oh, but I like her. I guess I'm gonna stick around for when she shows up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're lot you're you you're very lar- logical with this uh this argument here but um i don't know it's it's a way it's a your very logic does not apply here <laughs> I, I don't know if it applies from this instance <laughs> i don't know either i'm just i'm just, I'm just saying uh, i can see that i can see that being the reasoning for why they would do something like that and be like yeah yeah that that that's that's why we are doing yes. well when you put it that way that's probably exactly why they did that <laughs> Yeah, because you know the fucking you can't catch everyone's attention with one. Girl. And I guess you're guaranteeing that this is this has the possibility of being some long investment vent- adventure. Maybe no. no, no. All right, no. Forget they, it. They, they never are. They never are. Anyway, the show is trash, and yet I'm embarrassingly entertained. <laughs> I mean, it's got a seven on mile, seven point oh six. God, yeah. I mean, it's not it, again. It's not ashamed of what it is. It is definitely not like, ashamed when the slave trader might, and him are know, just talking about all the dirty things be, they're going to do to each go, other. Yeah, people might go mad saying, "Oh, but the guy is a dick. He's a slave and woman. You fucked him." It's like, yeah, and that's like from the get go. He just says that. He's <laughs> like, "Well, he's not ashamed. <laughs> what are you expected?" I'm telling you, when that dialogue started between him and the and the slave trader, and they're they're bleeping things out because it's so. <laughs> It's so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa, okay. Like, oh my god, holy god! It's the same the manga thing. It's also yeah, and it's switching uh, between censored. scenes and showing you know the smoky naked things, and she's like blowing them, and like, good god, okay, let's let's roll with that, I guess. All right, let's if we're if we're gonna get wacky, let's embrace it. <laughs> yeah. No second season of prostitute reviews, dude. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> that wanna be good. Oh, this makes me actually it gives me a question. Is there an uncensored version of this? Oh, like the uh Probably, the, vi- but... the virus harem yeah, anime? I, yeah, because no, I'm just looking at the producers and ATX is listed here, so that's why I'm thinking like hmm, Probably. That Probably like, that sounds like an uncensored version. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll find out in time, but uh, I guess I'll continue watching it and you'll hear more of that. <laughs> More of Sex Life, sorry. Yes, there is yeah. an uncensored version. Oh, yeah. Of okay. course there is. All right. How do I find this, Hickey? 
Uh, just I think just search the name of the anime and either Uncensored or ATX. AT. Okay. And X. You, you might got find it. it. A- ATX <laughs> is the, the best date. If I'm going to feel yeah. dirty, I might as well just go full bore. <laughs> <laughs> might as well feel dirty uncensored. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Call the next. I'm going to look in my book. Uh, yes. Okay, call the Another night. one. Who is kind of embarrassed of what it is. Uh, I cut out. I apologize. Uh, call the night. I enjoy this. It's, it's kind of tropey, but... It's very, very stylistic, and I love the character designs. The music is uh, super interesting and kind of hip-hop-y, very trendy, very catchy. Uh, It's about this kid who can't really figure out his, like, school life situation. Uh, He's, it's definitely a coming-of-age story, like, right off the bat. You feel all that. And he is having, uh, not amnesia, um... Insomnia. Insomnia, thank you. He's having insomnia uh, problems, so he just kind of sneaks out at night and he's walking around, and the way they portray the night is this beautiful, uh, like, black and purple and neon, just, this is your world because everyone else is asleep, and he comes across this uh, cute little vampire chick, and she kind of messes with him, uh, trying to make him break out of his, uh, like, eggshell-type personality, and... It's the dialogue is weirdly fun because they just outright talk to each other in why are you acting so weird in these situations? That's awkward. And they acknowledge a lot of that. It's it's I'm into it. Episode. Yeah. yeah, And uh, episode two has a little cliffhanger where I guess one of his classmates, he talks about this like two way radio watch that he has. And he tells a story about when he was younger he didn't really have the confidence to interact with the watch that someone picked up and then finally, like, this one girl does. And I believe it's the same girl that's referenced in episode one as she came out and said, hey, I like you. And he just goes, bro, I'm like 14. I don't understand what this love thing is yet. Which is actually a very mature answer, <laughs> ironically enough. I was about to say, yeah, 14, no chance. Yeah, fourteen. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know what love is, and every, like the classmates all look at him like, what the fuck's wrong with you? He goes, I don't know. I'm fourteen. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you're fourteen. That's exactly it. You sit there and be like, I, I like you, and be like, yeah, cool, fuck yeah, I'm awesome. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's that's all of his motivations to kind of figure out this personality and the vampire chick. I mean, there's a lot of, like, she wears skin-tight clothes, she's very sexualized, but so is, like, every vampire thing you've ever seen since the early 2000s. No way. Never. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, figure that out. And so, she's, like, weirdly embarrassed over the basic things, because she apparently has similar issues with, I guess, how she tackles things like love, and she, they establish that vampires uh, <laughs> uh, procreate through uh, 
uh, having a human fall in love with them, and then they be they can become vampires. And of course, like biting the neck can be sexualized. It's how they eat. The the blah blah blah. And so she thinks his blood is very like delicious, and his goal is to basically discover what love is and fall in love with her. So he'll become a vampire. Not really understanding that particular aspect of it, but it gives him a, a purpose, which is kind of the point for I guess his character currently. And she's like, yeah, okay, your blood's good anyways. And um, there's just funny funny instances scattered throughout. I think the funniest one was when he's like, you ha- you don't have a cell phone in this day and age? And she goes, wait, hold on. She pulls out one from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of, that was a good little moment. Um, so yeah, good show, very stylized. I like it. And then Made in Abyss. Yeah. Have you been watching Call of the Night, Hickey? Yes. The opening is great, the ending is great, and the backgrounds are amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's from the same guy who did Nagashikashi, uh, so it's funny. Ah, uh, that's why I like the character art. It's like the yeah. only thing I liked about yeah. that. And the dialogues as well. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Made in Abyss. Uh, I'm not going to say the Japanese title name. Uh, it is The Golden the City Golden of the City. Scorching Sun. So it's a continuation. They're down at the lowest level, the point of no return for humans. Episode one uh, is a whole backstory over, I guess, the first settlers to go down, or at least this group is anyways. And so you have all these characters established, and that leaves, I guess, some air of mystery and discovery. Like, are they even still there? Um they had a guide for it all, et cetera, et cetera. It's, uh, it's, it's clearly has something to do with, um, what's his face? Uh, Reg's origin story that they slowly are discovering, but very much, uh, still a lot of mystery behind it. Well, so we continue off with Rico, Reg, and Nanachi, the, the bunny rabbit chick mutated girl. So we have are three and they're going down it it kicks off right at the uh, episode two kicks off right at the end of episode uh or the movie the third movie and this place is really cool it's stylized it's uh establishing that certain areas are more dangerous it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of different um curses to this uh level uh, you know because if you go up too much on certain levels you'll get you'll get cursed with uh like upwards as in uh vertically up to uh, getting closer to other levels but uh, i guess they they haven't had the need to show that yet in this one um where was i episode two so they have the white whistle they're traveling along trying to like figure out where they are what this like broken down city they're in and uh the whistle stolen in their sleep by all we've seen right now is this like creature with red eyes and it leads them into this like tree or dead creature maybe it's alive and there's like robots and shit in there and that's your cliffhanger and the robots have built the civilization but uh so there's a lot of mystery which Made Abyss was very good at, uh, uh, leaving you wanting more. It's it's great dialogue. Of course, the characters are like drawn in wacky putty type ways still, 
but um, besides like that that one little hang up <laughs> that I'm not a big fan of the character art, but uh, everything else is still very good and yeah, and very fucked up. It, oh yeah, everything's like super fucked up still, but that's kind of <laughs> the appeal of Made in Abyss that this place will fuck you up. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, man, that last episode was brutal. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I haven't seen episode three yet, but I've seen episode two. Dude, episode three is fucking oh brutal. Dude. I Holy mean, shit. episode two has there. So the whistle's stolen, and this thing's like trying to lead them into the tree. And like midway, there's like these animals that have been put off to the side, and their like butts are sewn, and they have to reach into its corpse through its ass and pull out. Uh, I forget what they pull out exactly. I think it was a map or something. No. Oh yes, of course. No, it was their it was their fucking hair that they cut off their head in their sleep. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> it's like as you do. <laughs> That's what it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very important. So yeah, I'm having fun with those three and Don Machi. Uh, I'll watch uh, the first couple episodes before the next uh, anime episode that we do. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the three uh, three shows I'm watching. Yeah, that's good. Nice. Yeah, and just out of tradition, I have like ten episodes <laughs> that I'm watching. Ten shows. Ten shows. There isn't a lot in this season, but I'm interesting. Uh... No, because it's a bad season. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> out of the ones who weren't talked about, I am watching the Cody's Recoil. Which is quite a surprise. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is. Okay. Uh, basically, just a bunch of orphans. Orphans? Being, oh, my, my, being my. trained by the <laughs> Japanese government to be pretty much killing machines. So they go around stopping terrorist, terrorism and whatnot. So we followed one of the girls. She made a, uh, she made a mistake in a... In a mission, she got pretty much fired, but they cannot fire her, so she just got demoted to a exile kind of job okay. in a cafe with another girl who came like from kind of happened the same thing. And it's pretty much them taking odd jobs to protect the citizens. They're, they're not kind of official because they cannot take the official jobs. And it's very, very interesting. I would say it has an 8.9 in my on my anime list. 8.09. And Yeah, sorry. 8.09. And it's extremely well animated. It's very fun. I'm enjoying it. Especially because Chisato, which is the... Like the light-haired girl, mm-hmm. she's an absolutely machine. Like holy shit, she just like they explain on episode three, I think. She has a she has good reflections and good predictions. Mm. So the the better of a shot you are, the easier it is for her to predict where you're gonna shoot and just dodge the bullets. So, you know, there's episodes of her dodging automatic fire from rifles <laughs> left and right. And it's like, it's, good it's skill to have. such, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, the more imprecise you are, the better are your chances of killing her. 
So since everyone is just trying to kill her so hard and trying to be precise with the shot, she just goes around fucking dodging bullets, Matrix style. It's really, really fun to watch whenever she goes around beating the shit out of people. But the story so far is also very interesting. And, you know, it's an A1 Pictures show that is good for once, so... It's the what year, yearly show of the the good the good A one pictures. Would I enjoy this? To be honest with you, I don't know mm. if you would enjoy it. I think it would be entertained and enjoy enjoy. I don't know. I can see you just getting into an episode, not paying a lot of attention, getting the. The action scenes, which are really well animated and I am an action well junkie. done, well choreographed, yeah. And it's like, man, that that's that's a really cool episode. I really enjoy the action. And if it has an 8.09, I think it's worth checking out at the very least. It is, it is, it is. For you, I I don't know. I think you're going to be entertained. Yeah, I think you're going to be entertained. I don't think you're going to pay too much close attention to the story especially because there's a there's a, already a few holes they didn't address and it's only three episodes in uh, i'm watching luminous witches it's great <laughs> <Of course you're. laughs> uh i was expecting it to have a really bad animation it has bad animation but since shaft is also doing ruby i was expecting ruby to have <laughs> good animation and Luminous Witches to have bad animation, but Luminous Witches have better animation than Ruby. So that's not good. Are you watching Ruby? I am. The animation is sad. What do you mean sad? Between, it's just really bad. But it's by Shaft, isn't it? It's bad, JD. Like, no. I'm saying it has worse animation than Luminous Witches. And what? Yeah, the animation is bad. No. At least, like from episode, I watched two episodes, and like I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. Might as well just go back and watch the original. No. Yes. Again, episode the, episode one and two. It's nothing fair. to not like. It's really bad. Why go for good animation when they never had it to begin with? Ha <laughs> ha. There's no, that is yeah, true. but this is Shaft <laughs> we're talking about, dude. Yeah, oh. they're they're doing good animation in Luminous Witches. Okay, <laughs> they didn't even use three D model yet for the the flight and like flight animations like Brave Witches had, oh. or even later Strike Witches have. They are actually animating the girls flying through the sky. Although the, the dance are done with 3D CG models, but the, they, they are animating the flights, animating the planes. They're not using CGI for planes and why not. It's, everything is animated and animated quite well. So I guess they decided to use A-Team for Luminous Witches. I don't know why, but I'm not complaining. I love Luminous Witches. Any other interesting one? I guess that's just about it. Tori talked about the other ones. Uh, 
And the rest Luminous of the thing Wishes is... has a 6.65 <laughs> yeah. anime list. Because it's bad. <laughs> Only Hickey enjoys those kinds of shows. Luminous Witches is great. Ugh. Witches Project is amazing. God, the full Everyone title of is this wrong. is absurd. Yeah. League of Nations Air Force of Aviation Nations... Magic Band Luminous Witches. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's still kind of a war story, so, you know. Uh. It's the League of Nations musical band. Fun show. I like it. I'm enjoying it. Okay. But yeah, the highlight of the season, I guess, would be Licorice Recoil. It's quite entertaining, quite good. All right, I'll check that one out. Uh, let's see. Anyone watching Classroom Elite or... I am. Kanojo Okarimash? Okarimash? No. no? I'm watching Classroom Elite. I need to think really hard when I'm watching it. Why? <laughs> so I don't miss anything because ah. you need to. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. Yeah, you need to. You're I'm talking not watching Ghost in the Shell level dialogue. No, Ghost in the Shell is really shallow. Okay, well, I was just talking like dialogue. There's just a lot to read and take in. And there's there isn't a lot of dialogue. It's just that there's a lot of information. And since everything is a test, they're going through tests. Mm. Okay. You you kind of need to pay attention. For example, the test they're having right now, it's like they are, they were separated in groups, and each group is comprised by people from each class. Each day, they will receive a message saying if they are the leader of the group or just a peasant, basically. They need to come down and discuss to see who is the leader, and then they need to anonymously send the message to the to the test applicator who they think the leader is. And depending on how the situation goes, they have personal points and class points. And then like they go through a bunch of dialogues just discussing what is the strategy we're gonna go with. Is the leader going to just reveal himself and everyone get points and we go rotating? Uh, if we're gonna try to guess, we're gonna divide and uh, try to get into a more of a our own class interest and mm -hmm. try to sabotage people you know you lose points if you guess it wrong you don't get points if it's from your from the same class as you are and you're the only one to guess there's a bunch of there's a bunch of rules there's like 12 15 rules you need to remember just to understand the type of dialogue that is going on and Aside the test that you need to pay attention to, there's also the actual struggle, the, the main story going on that you also need to pay attention to. So you need to fully concentrate or you're not going to get the full experience. And it's a little bit tiresome from time to time. That's why the last time I said, might as well just watch Baka to test. Uh. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, but it's funny and dumb. Well, of the kind of top nine shows people are watching, we're covering or impress, Im giving impressions on seven out of the nine. So that's something. Doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of misses this season so far, at least to start. I mean, there probably is. I mean, to me, when was the last time that we were kind of this positive over a season? <laughs> it's been a while, right? 
I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched anything from the last couple of seasons. So, like, the problem well, for there, me is because there I, hasn't been much to watch. <laughs> I, I disagree. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. Like, the problem for me with this season is the fact that, like, the only thing I'm watching is stuff that is a continuation of stuff that I've watched before. I'm watching mm-hmm. uh, The Devil's a Part-Timer, which I liked, which I'm iffy on, but I've only seen one episode, so I'm not going to make any final do- judgment. And then Overlord Season 4, which is more Overlord, like, the fuck it, there's something wrong with me today. I stopped enjoying. Oh, I stopped enjoying Overlord. Um, <laughs> or I fucking completely <laughs> fuck everything up. I don't know. But uh, yeah, like other than that, like Made in Abyss, I haven't started it yet because I haven't seen the movie. I haven't had time to watch the movie yet. Oh man, get on That's that. That's something tour. I need to do. Done much? Yeah, I need to get into like. What did you give the first a, season again? I think I gave it like an eight. Yeah, so eight, watch that third movie. And then get into the season. Get on that, man. Hey, I'm, I'm just fucking, worried about watching... What the fuck watching... are you doing? I'm worried about watching the movie because fucking apparently the movie is not that good. What are you talking about? I love the movie. It was really good. I know you I know you did. But the movie's just after, fucked up. The movie's definitely really like fucked up. Holy after shit. Heard it's you... not good. It's not good. It's very fucked up. It's probably like the most fucked up shit in Maiden of Is, including the three episodes of the third season. But it's not a good movie. No. All the what? people are annoyed about with it, that movie it, is the fact that it's kind of like Looney Tunes comedy, but very fucked up. All I've heard about <laughs> that movie since I heard you talking about it was the fact that people are very annoyed at the fact that they that the fucking apparently fucking we got got one of the people one of the most interesting villains and he's shoved into a fucking movie that takes on his his entire arc. That yeah, movie. but I but don't the know. Movie, I don't, how long I, was this? Hold on. Cause like he's I, a good he's a good uh, he's a good villain when it comes down to build up yes but he's like everything is very Looney Tunes with him yeah well like when you that's watch the, by design watch the movie though. the movie is the movie is very Looney Tunes come on JD I'm not denying that but that I mean that's kind of the point like it's the best not, the best villains are not. guys who like who have logical sense to what they're doing but you know it's fucked up. Yes. Either way, like I'm so, going to watch the movie, and I'm going to watch the third season at some point. Like the movie's but, almost no, two fucking hours. Like that's like yeah, that's like six dedicated episodes to such a like such a crazy awesome villain. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's not really. Sh- I, I wouldn't say it's shoved into anything. I mean, it's. I I totally disagree with that sentiment. Uh, Maybe I'll have watched it by the next time we watch it's it. It's fun. It's fun. I don't think it. I don't think it's a good movie, but it's oh, fun. Man, regardless. I gave that. I gave that shit like an eight or nine. <laughs> I thought it was Damn. great. Damn. But either way, we will see. We will see. I haven't seen like, it yet, if, so I don't it, have an opinion on it. If you if you uh, shove those like six episodes directly after Made to Miss One, you would think it's just a shortened season. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with being a movie. Honestly, I think it would be. A good, like, anime story arc. Or, like, seasonal anime story yeah. arc. Yeah. Even okay. if it was, like, at the end of first season, basically. Yeah, I mean, if they... Well, how Especially long because I don't think they would, like... I don't think they would give... Yeah, I don't think they would give, like, two hours from him. I would. I think it would be just, like, four episodes. Yeah, They'll cut a bunch shorter. of shit out and... Yeah. So, so the know. first season, anyway. 24 episodes? I think it was. Let's see. I know the new season is only 12 episodes. Mm. Click, click, click. No, click. No, 13. 
13. All right, so just yep. imagine that it's a 19-episode show uh, season. And now you're watching this one. Mm. We'll see. I'll probably watch. I'll probably have it watched by the next time we. Uh, I hope podcast. you do. I, I hope assume. you do. I'm very curious. And then we'll then we will talk about what I actually think about the movie. But yeah. so far, I don't know. I'm a I'm a I'm a little little apprehensive about the movie. I have not heard many good things. <laughs> well, you heard me say good things. I know you are the only one I've heard say good things. <laughs> uh, it's fun. It's- it's made it up. It is. It's fun. It's fucked up. It's just every a, everyone else that I've heard talk about the movie says that they don't think it's fun at all. Well, oh, they don't uh, like it. I, I, I think like Hickey, I think Hickey and I have a different definition of fun <laughs> I, in this case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of fucked up in the head. It's when fun because it's things, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, when some things happen in that movie, I was just laughing my ass off. Yeah. I was like, oh, the orphans became that thing? And I just, they started rolling on the ground. Like, god damn. Well, that's because we hate orphans, Hickey, obviously. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) It's like, ah, it's okay. It's okay. They are drugged out of their minds. They don't mind. It's like, god damn. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Again, I I also like Looney Tunes, so. Love Looney Tunes. Yeah, so the the movie being like fucked up Looney Tunes is kind of. A... But yeah, I'll, nah. I'll give but you again, I'll give you an example, Tori. You remember that scene in the first season of Made in Abyss where uh, Rico has like the 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 poison thorns in her arm, and then yes. Reg like yeah. takes her up, and then she's bleeding from the eyes and vomiting and all this shit, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Kill me!" Uh, the whole yep. movie's like that. <laughs> Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I figured it would be. It's made in the abyss after all. Nah, it is. It is just. I don't know. Like again, literally just what I've been hearing. It's not been not been very good stuff about that movie in general. But the point that I'm trying to make is like, when I look at this season, right? I don't see. I don't see a standout like Spy X Family like last season. Yeah, kind of like. That's mostly my issues, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that I enjoy because I've been watching anime for a while. Like I, I was happy to see uh, the Devil's Part of come back, Devil Overlord being Overlord. Dalmachi is Dalmachi. Dalmachi was never that good to begin with, but I enjoy it. Um, I'm with you, I'm with you, and stuff like that. And then you look down at everything else. Like I know Hickey Hickey vouches for Licorice Recoil, but. Just the name sends shivers down my spine, and the synopsis sounds so cliche that I, I have an aversion to it, no matter what. Same, I'm same. Not... I wasn't, I wasn't watching it. I was like, man, that that sounds like an absolutely shitty show. It does, but no, like, it's actually very good. I, I started know. watching like after I saw some some gifs. Same. I've seen a and lot of like, it. Oh, I've heard people talk about it a in. lot. Apparently it looked good, but like there's just whenever I, I think about watching it, I just read that name and I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, no. I also, <laughs> Different I also sort of recoil, recoil in your stomach. <laughs> yeah. I feel you, I feel you. I think I think it's gonna go down in a very, very, very dumb lane at some point. Like maybe over the top, that. really dumb. But I, mean, I, don't, I don't mind me really dumb. It's just I'd probably watch it some point. Same thing, Call of the Night. I'll probably check that out as well, just because you know I like Dagashikashi. So getting yeah, to see man. something else by that guy is probably going to be quite interesting. And then other than that, it's like it's a whole bunch of like 
Isekai Harem, I know you guys are raving about that. I probably won't watch it. Just, no, no, you know. no, no, Tori. No, 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 you're done. Got, yeah, come on, join, join in. <laughs> join, join in on the filth. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll watch it on Censored episode or two and we'll see. But, um, you know, there's... Uh, Hickey and I are going to get you back into to this uh, filthy part of it. <laughs> you're saying that like I was ever out. I just don't watch anime. Uh, <laughs> whenever I do watch anime, it's filth. <laughs> uh... Nah, so, but all in all, I just, I don't know, I think, as summer seasons often go, a lot of, some, some action, some interesting stuff, and just the whole, all in all, I don't know, not, nothing great, just kind of like, it's one of those off seasons where it's like, it's summer, who the fuck's gonna be watching anime anyways? <laughs> Dude, it's been so uh, atrociously hot outside. Yeah. For me. Yes. It's, it's in the, uh mid to upper 30s in Rhode Island here. It's... I think I have the... Hold on. Uh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mid to upper 30s. So, like, 35 to 38 uh-huh. is what it's been here. It's just like, I don't want to be outside. I don't want to go outside. I just gotta stay inside in my busted air conditioner that's, like, half working. <laughs> so it's only... Half working, huh? Yeah. It's 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 dude. It's brutal. I left Texas and Louisiana. I don't want to experience that weather anymore. Okay, so I mean, I don't know if you've heard, but Europe is currently going through something of a heat wave, the likes of which it has never seen before. So what is it? Forty? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to go outside well, either. No, 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 no. You, you, that's not what I mean. Oh. Where I live, all summer it's been raining. Oh, it's been raining all well, that's summer. Nice. Literally all summer. Cool. It's not nice right now because the temperature is rising and it's still bad weather and I hate it because that just means it's fucking humid as fuck and hot as fuck and I hate it. So you stay but inside. Like, <laughs> I, JD, do, do you know where I live? Inside is not good. Inside is terrible. Why would you? Why would you make it terrible? What do you mean? Why would I make it terrible? You. Make I live better. in Norway. I live in a country which fucking the thing we the thing our houses is built for is preserving heat. Okay, it's so open a window. What's the big deal? <laughs> I have opened every window in the fucking house. It doesn't help. It doesn't fucking help. Uh, it doesn't fucking help. It's like 40 degrees inside. Well, why don't it's you have air conditioning, awful. Tori? Because air conditioning is nothing here. No one has air conditioning. Yeah, we'll get a fan. Yeah. Then. I have plenty <laughs> of fans. They're in a, they are Bust, extremely ineffective. This, this, are that's exactly how it was living in Upper Michigan. Where there's just, there's no such thing as air conditioning or everything's yeah. just made with just insane amounts of insulation. <laughs> yep. I think you've ever felt what it's like to have a fan blow hot air in your face. It's not yeah, good. I have. Yeah, it's called yeah, work. Because you, you, you live in hell. It's but called like, at work. <laughs> it's like, it's like that, it's just not a good feeling. It's like, ah, I have like three fans on and it's just like, it's so hot. Why is it hot? Why is the air still hot? <laughs> This is the yeah, worst. No. European and American summer is funny. Like we we have dedicated programs in TV just explaining why 30C so deadly while we're having 30C midwinter here. <laughs> and it's, it's like it's not like it's just yeah, it's like it's don't not. mock them, okay? It's it's just different. It everything it is, is just right. different. <laughs> you know, like man, it's like man, they they're going through a heat wave. 
It's, damn, yeah, it's thirty <laughs> Celsius. It's like oh, just like outside. Just, they're not even just going through a fucking heat wave. The UK is currently on fucking fire. Like there's yeah, been Spain more as fucking, well. There's been more fires in the UK at the moment than there's ever been, even during fucking World War Two, when they were getting fucking bombed. Well, yeah, Spain it's also, a, also it's also a fire in their uh, in their parliament. So there's also that. Yeah, ah, but uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, it is like it, it is just not time. good, man. Yeah, it is yeah, not fucking good. All right, enough good. about weather then. Point is, is watch anime. Anime's fun, right? Yay, hooray! Yeah, 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 Most yeah, yeah. I, I, I love anime. So, so since we're talking about absurdly hot weather, I guess it's time to get into desert punk, right? <laughs> that there you go. That's a segue. Yeah, Let's that's go. a segue. Getting into an anime that takes place in a blazing hot apocalyptic desert. <laughs> okay, playing the drop. Well, that was a cool, uh, like, 60 minutes worth of impressions and bullshitting, and uh, it's time to talk about Zunabozo, Desert Punk. Sue. JD. Sue. Sue. Su, 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 What's wrong su, with Sunabozo? S-U, not Z. Su, you said Zuna. Well, oh, is that my, I'm sorry, my German. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I do that. Talking about Europe and deserts. Yeah, uh, okay, so I will, I will read this, Tori. I will do it. Even though it was okay. your pick. Yeah. From my anime list, not Anime Planet for once, how about that? <clears throat> the Great Kanto Desert, a sweltering wasteland of nothing but ruins and sand, is all that remains of this post-apocalyptic Japan. The once fair population has been left to cling to the inhospitable dunes for survival. At least, that is the case for normal people. For those that have spent a little too long in the Kanto sun, the desert offers a wondrous opportunity to make a name for themselves. One such person is the masked handyman, Sunobozo or Desert Punk, who has forged a legendary reputation for always finishing his jobs no matter the nature or cost. Cunning and ruthless he is, he has become a force of crude destruction to the other desert people. However, the vixen of the desert, the giant jugs of the desert, the well-endowed... Anyways, Junko Asagiri discovers that Desert Punk is not without his weaknesses. He is easily swayed by the insatiable lust for large-breasted desert babes. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah. Following their chaotic adventures to the Kanto Desert, Desert Punk features a bizarre cast of personalities who entertain themselves with senseless violence and preservation in a world long destroyed by their forefathers. Preservation. <laughs> preservation, please. All right. Read per- that again. Perversion. <laughs> <laughs> Not preservation. No, 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 none of that shit. Or preservation. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> my mind, away. my mind, like that's not actually what's written there. <laughs> uh, just like them, they have not learned a damn thing. Okay, so this was by Studio Gonzo. Came out Gonzo. in the fall of two thousand four. Gonzo. Uh, the director. Takayuki Inagaki. And what else has he done? Rosario to Vampire. Ah. That explains no the, ge- that explains the jiggle. The jiggle of Junko. Ore no no nai Gakuen love comedy 
Senryoku de Jamashiteru. I remember that show. That's a long time ago. Damn. He has done some stuff. Some of it is decent. Most of it is not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, impression overall. Tori, what did you think? And wh- why did you pick this sucker in the first place? Oh, overall, all I'm going to say is that um, Norio Wakamoto voices a character in this show, therefore it is a 10 out of 10. It's perfect. Amazing. I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's been so long since I heard his show. No, uh, his voice. But um, no. I picked this show because it has been recommended to me by someone at some point. And for some reason, I'm starting to think that it might have been Joe, because I know he likes this show. So he, he probably recommended it to me like years ago, and I never watched it. And then I, I came across it. And I, was like, I remember this name. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess that's why I picked it. So overall thoughts? Sunabosu sure is a trip. Sure. There's a lot of stuff that happens. Some of it is very uninteresting. Some of it is yeah. kind of interesting. It swings a lot. For a while, I thought it was just going to be episodic. Whatever the fuck, we just jerk off in the desert, I guess. And then sometimes story pops in, and yay. And for like half the show, I didn't even bother paying attention, because goddamn it, I was just trying to get through this shit. And towards the end, I was like, okay. All right. Now, now it's a little bit more interesting. Now we're talking. And all in all, it's got a 7.4 on Mal, which, damn, that's way too high. Uh, all but, right, uh, you all know, right, now we're talking. You, you know, you know, like, it, it, it's a thing that exists. I had fun at times, and at other times, <laughs> I wanted to do anything other than watch this show. This place, this show was truly all over the place. With a following a character in Kanto Mizuno, a.k.a. Sonabosu, who... <laughs> but he, he he has a bit of a He's heel a turn at the end he has a bit of a heel turn at the end and god damn it if that wasn't the most fucking uh, expected thing ever when it's just like he's a villain it's like no shit no fucking shit it's like yes where but also you, why <laughs> where have you been for 20 what do you mean why well, motherfucker is literally just, motherfucker is literally the antagonist of the show from the very beginning he's such an asshole he's such a bad person and the only thing he cares about is himself and his survival and trying to do well and of course getting a bunch of big breasted breasted girls that is all that matters to him anything else doesn't fucking matter. As a matter of fact, telling him that, oh, but what about the survival of others? What about the fucking well-being of others? Don't you care about that? What about the weak? Yeah, that shit pisses him off. He hates that shit. (laughs) He hates weak people. Uh, So yeah, this is a show. It exists. There's my thoughts. Yeah, it is a show. It exists. It just... Fit ends on a cliffhanger and it never came back. Yep. Can't imagine why. <laughs> eh, the manga kept going. The manga ended. Yeah, well, the manga can keep going. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe it just like comes back one day. I, You know what? With the trend of anime lately, they would just bring this back randomly in a sequel. <laughs> Remake Sunabosu. Oh, no, that would, that they would, would just lovely. come out with the sequel. 
Not Bosu season two. Yeah. No, fuck. You know what? Not even. Put do a dang and romper. Give us sooner Bosu season three. Fuck season two. Oh, just skips it all together. (laughs) Just read the manga, or or just play the game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They would do that. Hickey, do you have any further impressionable thoughts? Uh, I mean, overall, had fun. I remember watching this on TV, and I guess it's extremely mild. Because the way that thing was shown in Brazil, right? Mm -hmm. It was on MTV. So MTV, back in the 2000s, would have anime. But only fucked up anime. Okay. And they would and they would put it right before the extremely softcore porn they would show. Ah. Best midnight. Ah. So like I remember one of the animes that were on MTV at the time was like Afro Samurai. That kind of thing. Yeah, that was show. on TV in Germany when I was over there, I believe. The same time. Yeah, and Sonobozo was on MTV. So I thought it would be way worse. <laughs> because, you know, it's like, oh, okay, the anime ended, time for the porn. But. <laughs> so glad this anime is over. Mild. Let's get those yeah, chicks out. <laughs> Let's fuck. <laughs> Honestly, the most, probably the most, like, fucking fucked up thing that happens was to, fuck, was to like, uh, Asagiri Junko basically just being like, oh, you could do anything you want to me. You could, you could blow job, fucking hand job, feed stuff. That's that's all. I, I'll do it all. Even anal. That, 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 that's basically the most fucked up that show ever gotten. It's just like, eh. No, it's not. No. Because the guy, oh, say, yeah. uh, the guy says, yeah. uh, unfortunately, yeah, I'm not yeah, very yeah. good with living. Yeah, <laughs> li- I'm not it's fortunate the with the living. <laughs> it's the same scene. You understand what I mean. It's the same yeah, fucking yeah. scene. So it's like that's that's basically that that's about that's about the most fucked up. Like other than that, it's literally just like, what do we do? Ah, I I took the fucking soldier dude and sold him to some homo, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> also, for some reason, Asagiri Junko is always well animated. <laughs> well, no yeah. matter the point of the show, you gotta have the, you gotta have the boob jiggle. Well animated and well drawn. I don't know if I say well drawn, but. Uh, or well animated for that matter, but I, least, I understand what you mean. Least, Com- yeah, yeah, comparatively, yeah. She, yes. Yeah, she's always high quality compared to the surroundings. Listen, man, <laughs> it's important. <laughs> you you wouldn't understand. Uh yeah, say that. I think it's very interesting. It definitely shift gears at the last, like last part. Yeah. When the quote unquote story starts kicking in. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Characters-wise, eh. I guess I guess Everyone's the kind of story kicks in when Natsuko Kawaguchi shows up. Mm. Pretty much. Well, I guess she, I, I guess it te- I guess it technically starts with the with the old man. Uh, what was his name? Uh, yeah, the uh, game of life. Yeah, the game of life. Kaoru Kaisuka, that guy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I did like the fucking I did Natsuko's uh, I did like Natsuko's introduction just because it's like. Just seeing it through the eyes of Sinobos is like, oh yeah, we used to be childhood friends. We got along so well. And then at the end, it's like, got along? They do? No chance. She fucking hated him. He's the, he was the worst even back then. It's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds more right. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds like the fucking desert punk that I know. 
I guess my thoughts are kind of mirror yours, Tori, where at times, like, there are episodes where they're absurdly fun, and then mm. there are others where it's just, I just want to get through this, get to the next episode. I thought, like, the finishing stretch there after, what episode would that be? 19, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. 20. I guess it's 20. After episode 20. So that la- those last, like, four episodes, I thought were pretty horrible. Like, really bad. <laughs> um, but that stretch beforehand where you discover the secret rebel organization sorta kinda with Natsuko and Kaizuki and that group and she's amassed all the mercenaries together. It's like, okay, that's I guess good. I thought we were gonna get a little bit more, but yeah, the heel turn like, it makes sense for desert punk, but not so much in the sense that it just ignored a lot of things. She just kind of shows up. I mean, to be, uh, I mean, to, uh, of course, the fucking survival. But like, yeah, for me, it's always just like it's not that surprising, just because they did talk about that before when he the first time he got recruited for like the fucking reverse handyman, whatever the fuck, uh, group, right? When he they first show up and he's like, I don't fucking like this. I do, I do not like this guy, the fucking old old rich dude. I do not right. like what he's doing. I'm, n- I don't trust him, and I know for a fact that he's screwing everyone over, which. They don't really get into that, but that obviously that's what he's doing. Come on, they, he's he is extremely similar to fucking Kanta anyway, so yeah, it makes sense that he's fucking everyone over anyways. But like, uh, and he's talking about manipulating people obviously as well. So it's like that that should make sense. But so the boss says it himself. It's like he kind of likes the government. He's not, they put they fucking make sure everybody eats and shit like that, and all and do all that. They yeah, kill people. He, they fucking he do shit like that. Helping the wick. Yeah, it's like they kill people. Whatever, not my problem. <laughs> I abide by I abide by contracts. That's the only thing that matters to me. So fuck it. So him showing up again at the end and being like, "Yeah, I made a deal with the government." And it's like makes sense. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, the government's not all bad." It's like he doesn't it's outright. Not even, hate not them. even that. He just doesn't. He just doesn't care. He should, he's literally just there and be like, "There's a war going on, and I can profit off of this." You bet your fucking ass, I'm gonna profit off of this. <laughs> Very true. Very true. But still, it's like the 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 stretch in between those episodes with uh what's her name? Um Kozuna. Eh. Not really interesting. Mean? It's trying Kozuna, it's, yeah. it's it's cool. what's that? Uh the the disciple. Yeah, of course. Disciple, cool. yeah. But I guess, yeah, it's it's more, like, the more interesting episodes, I guess, are more ep- episodic. Like, I think the one I enjoyed the most is when uh, after, so it's after the Game of Life search, and they fight the android killing machine, and Junko, <laughs> being a traitor to the contract, is under his care, and he, instead of, like, selling her as a slave, he locks her up in his secret underground basement lair and does a lot of uh, weird sh- set-up shit in order to to fuck her. <laughs> like, 
locks her in a room and it's too hot so he wants her to strip and then he's hanging out in the air duct watching it's like oh, buddy <laughs> and then he sets up the the shower and bath <laughs> where yeah and he's, okay. he's fucking masturbating time. in the goddamn uh, duct and god god damn that fucking sound effect i'm just like oh is he doing what i think he's yeah, doing he's, yeah oh, oh yeah. And then you just hear the water hitting it's like oh no no and then they do it again and again, and I'm just like, stop, please. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. He turns on the air conditioner, so she's cold, and she has to, uh, and he like takes her clothes and puts her in a like a, a leotard, singlets, and high heels, and then they're fighting. <laughs> and it's like, they're stuck there for nine days because he doesn't remember the code, and they're going to die. <laughs> And then they just reference it throughout, like, other episodes. Like, you had her in your secret, like, basement fuck tub for nine days, and she, you still couldn't do her. And yeah. he's like, yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> don't remind me. No, I mean, like, that was that was fun. But I, like, I think the, uh, for me, like, even just, so like, messed up. keeping her there. <laughs> yeah. Just that whole, like, scene. The way it all fucking plays out. Just, nah, there's so many awkward situations like that it just well, the show's filled with that shit it, it is it is but it's it's one of those things where it's like you sort of just like want it to end and i did it does sort of end in a sort of comical way as well because like how they get stuck there when it's just like ah the power went off oh yeah why did the power go it's like well because do you think i can just fucking make like a magical shit like this happen like just nice fucking bubble bath fit for a king fucking <laughs> te- fucking just freezing temperatures for the ac you best believe i fucking used up all the all the energy i have for that shit <laughs> yeah like I'm, we have no more we're we're, we're out we're done <laughs> it's like you know what okay fair <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah no, there's, a lot of that, just like, there's a there's a lot of just that like very like awkward very like I would say super sexual in that regard. Like, it's very... A lot of the sexuality is kind of shallow. Like, I was like, you Junko just running around being like, I have big boobs. And it's just like, yep. You sure do. She sure does. Yeah. And, you know, in a way, I kind of... It is the sort of, sort of stuff that I kind of like sometimes when it comes to these types of shows because, it, because it's like, you know, obviously talking about a whole, like, misogynistic side of the show and whatnot. But it's like... I do kind of, I do kind of like the whole like when you have characters like this that are that are in this way, and then they're just like, it's never like, oh, they're they're weak women. It's always just like, men are idiots, men are fucking stupid, and she is just <laughs> there to take advantage of that at every fucking opportunity. Yeah. Very. You gotta survive the desert. <laughs> yep. You gotta survive the desert. I mean, oh, I was kind of like those characters yeah. because it's just like, you know what? Yeah, I I could absolutely see that being a thing people would do in this situation. Be well, like, it's straight. It's the straight up Fujiko tactic. Yeah, from yeah. yeah, men are fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, I think the other episode I, I was more drawn to was the one where Desert Punk's hired to protect the village that is trying to find a water, a water source. And uh, yeah. he just uh, completely like eats them out of house and home and con- like drinks all their water. And then he's he's just bullshitting with them. The the bandits come in. He eventually fights them. And he's he doesn't go as far as like poisoning their well if he doesn't get what he wants. But he 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 fucking pisses them off from day one. He he wants to have the chief's daughter like sign a contract where she'll be his sex slave. 
And when it when he finally defeats them and he knocks himself out accidentally, of course the villagers are going to be like, yeah, we're just going to dr- dump him off in the desert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like the the, the dog growth stone episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fucking perfect. That one yeah. is great. That was so mm. weird. Uh, that was great. Like, it's clear there's something wrong with this. And Amagumo just fucking cramming his spirits <laughs> yeah. in the air. It's just like, was... I'm blowing this shit up. And then you just fucking... Is that mist? It's like, what are you talking about? And then you pass this out. And it's just, it's just like, what happened? And then you just see the bone. And you're like, oh. And mm. fucking wet. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? Dude, dude had a, uh, dude had a spiritual Kanta. sex dream. Fucking Kanta just... The, 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 Dog girl trying to kill him, but like his evil spirit is just fighting. <laughs> yeah, the like, fucking holy it's, shit. It's perf energy is overpowering the fucking curse. <laughs> just like, yeah, baby. Uh, he is going to get laid, except he fails once again, but you know, that's fine. Nah, well, I'm gonna go for me. Definitely- Amagumo for me is definitely my favorite character just because of the silliness. Even in the end, like when he fucking joins the like reverse handyman group and he's just like, <laughs> every time there's him showing up, be like, I'm gonna take care of it. I can take care of this myself. And then he just runs away. At the, always he's just like, ha ha, I've got an idea. He just runs off and he's like, he's escaping, motherfucker. And then he comes up just, just to take some credit, do some shit, pour some paint on some invisible motherfuckers tie some people yeah. up honestly not really doing that much but you know he feels good about it <laughs> the last uh, scene you see of Bamagumo he's just running <laughs> running some guy and he's just showing his junk yeah <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, there's a lot of stripping dudes down in the desert in this show yeah, but I do love that as well the fucking old jokes like I hear he steals people's souls so what do you mean Oh, he strips them naked. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it is. It's Do we wish there was more stuff. like anti-government and government involvement throughout the beginning stages of the show? <sighs> mm. I don't Maybe know about the beginning. I do. I do wish it wasn't all just episodic stuff because, like I said, the beginning of the show is man. I just fucking, I just wanted to go asleep, to be honest. I didn't want to watch. That was not very interesting a lot of the time. A lot of the episodes are very bad. So in that sense, I do wish there was more, like, in terms of at least advancing the plot towards that direction. We don't need to, like, we don't need to introduce, like, anti-government faction right at the beginning. But at the end, the way it is right now, the way the show is set up, it's like, there is the problem. Like, it feels like everything, like important to the story sort of just gets shoved in at the end and then it ends yeah you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> because the episodic nature of it like each episode is just an introduction to another character and they have a short little arc but you don't really know the connection to it all until they just shove mm-hmm. it all into one episode and you're like oh they, yep. i guess they're all yeah, together now <laughs> yeah yeah no, there is uh, there's a lot of stuff like you sort of feel because a lot of characters as well like even uh, even as like it is like she shows up for one episode and then disappears and then it takes like another like three four episodes before she returns right stuff like that so it's like you don't instantly understand that they're like important for later like you you can imagine but it's like well you know, it's, I mean your like, impression oh, your impression is they might show up for one episode later and there's no connection mm-hmm. overall yep 
you know. So you kind of just thought don't Daiko pay would much just it. disappear and she just stuck. Right. Yeah. Show. Yeah. The fuck she's it. just random, just randomly introduced, randomly, randomly sticks introduced. and randomly becomes the main character. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was kind of weird. Okay. She got the main character, that, you know. But I mean, it's like it's the same thing, right? Because she's like forever the pupil, right? The pupil of the sniper dude before, and I just like it. It makes sense. But yeah, the fact that she, when she just suddenly then became the fucking, uh, she just became fucking main character. Then we have fucking other dude, fucking other kid introduced, the fucking like super the whole Yeah, the whole code, the other whole coses dude, the fucking. Like it's just like ah, oh, I, I see. I see. So that's like a thing. Actually, it's not just that one fucking dude that they beat off in the beginning and then beat him off again later. And yes, I am saying it like that on purpose. <laughs> your mother um, has an Audi. Your mother has an Audi. Your mother has an Audi. Your mother. My mother does not have a fucking Audi. In the English <laughs> dub, he calls him a dirty whore. That's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, in Japanese, what they're saying, like your your mom is fat. Mm. Okay. Because it's debut. I watched I watched the English dub and it was very it was very vulgar language throughout the whole time. I mean, yeah, yes, I, yes, there is. I think that's the point. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I guess action scenes were good. I guess with the usage Actually. of wacky weapons, the in, the post apocalyptic environment, I thought was interesting in how they had to like retool and copy things from the dark ages the, dark like the age, past yeah. you know, of military weapons how everything's kind of made out of this cheap plastic instead of authentic steel kind of situation mm-hmm. i like the establishment of all that they still had access to some sort of technology like infrared and uh like fancy zoom cameras and whatnot attached to their helmets like that's all cool i, li- I liked i like the establishment <laughs> of still- that and yeah, we still have Sunabosu uh, running around with fucking hooks and balloons. Balloons. <laughs> uh, Hyper-realistic balloons. Yep. Yeah, I wonder how he makes uh, those. Yeah, the, the, the kind of world is very interesting. Mm. The world building and everything is extremely interesting. Although I don't know why... Well, I mean, Japan had a shit ton of interesting weapons, I guess, at I the wish, end of the Dark Ages. I wish they would have established the underground like oasis system much earlier in the show to establish because for all we knew for most of the show is there's just these essentially abandoned desert western towns and there's nothing else to it other than the government might own a town out in the distance somewhere but they Mm. in reality they own this just like huge honeycomb underground safe haven where they can produce everything and they're not exposed to the harshness of the desert and there's like four yep. of them. There's northwest, southeast, west, or north, yeah, north, south, east, west. And mm. this entire show essentially takes place, I guess, in the west oasis of it all. And mm. there's between, intergovernment between battles. Between them, actually. Yeah. Because, okay. Like a lot of times they say, yeah, like they were agents from the north, north oasis, but they wandered around in no no man's land and ended up in in west oasis. Yeah, right. but predominant, predominantly this is east and west, right? I thought like it was north and west. It's I, pre- predominantly, it's north. west. Yeah, west. It's only west, the, but uh, sometimes right. from time to time they mention the other ones. Yeah, and yeah. you can see like, oh, they're closer to the to the east or north, mm. south. I don't think they mention south. I don't at think all. so either. No, 
but yeah. they, they they're like oh yeah we're like close to the close to the north or close to the east so kind of give you a sense of scale i guess mm. yeah of where borders are or how much they, they need to move and how much it it takes to move from place to other which is interesting it's something that it's easy to overlook mm. but again the world building is really cool i would love to play a game inspired by Cinnabuzzle, that would be really cool. Well, I mean, isn't that um, Breath of Fire, essentially? No, no. RPG that takes Breath place in, like, a post-apocalyptic desert type place? I think I got that right. I think so. I don't know. Never heard of it before, so. Okay. Well, old, like, Super Nintendo type games. <laughs> oh, man. Huh. Wait, JD, we don't do old shit like that here. Come on. 1993. <laughs> 1993. I wasn't even born when this game came out. Oh, my God. I was about to say, I wasn't even born when this anime came out, but that's not true. <laughs> God damn. Anime. I don't watch anime at this point. Fuck it. Forever 17. Forever 17, that's right. All right. Uh, yeah, I felt dirty watching the show at times. The perverse nature of it, the grabbiness. Uh, let's cancel the show. How about that? I feel like canceling a show from 2004. Yeah, canceling the show like almost 20 years later. Canceled. Sure, let's cancel it. <laughs> cancel something, tells me, something, something tells me it already got canceled. That's why you don't get a second <laughs> season. I don't think it got canceled. It probably just wasn't that much, much interest. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, why. But, that's uh, the pun. That's the, the joke. That's the, there is no joke, Hickey. Come on. There's no joke. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Nah, again, like I said, the the manga is a, it's a thing that ended in 2020. Been going since 1997. There's 22 volumes of it. What the so, fuck? Uh, you no, know, you no know way you're right. No, I, I, I am. I don't right. want you to be right. <laughs> I, I, I am right. I'm looking this up. I am right. Masatoshi Usune. Yeah, 22 volumes and it went on for like fucking t- oh my god yeah 23 did, did years eater and sonobuzu mm-hmm. what the fuck is eater like not even a volume a year essentially nope that's a horror it is manga so that means it's time for the sequel <laughs> they can finish yeah. the show they can indeed they can indeed or we can just read the manga <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> what do you mean? Sounds like a great time. I, I don't want to do that. Okay. Um, scores. Hickey, how about you go first? Six. Everything is average, but I enjoyed the show. At the end right. of the day, six. Everything is average. Are you six? Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I definitely do agree with average. Uh, like for me, the show sort of. Rather than saying that it's average, I say this show fucking balances on, like, the edges of everything. It's sometimes uh-huh. very good. It's sometimes very bad. Yeah. And all in all, that just sort of roused me all the way back to a five again. It's like, I mean, I had fun with it at times. It's good at times. Uh-huh. It's bad at times. Yeah. A five. Okay. So I was feeling five the most uh, for most of the show. Some good, some bad, ups ups and downs. I wasn't in. I wasn't. Mo- I wasn't into it enough. And then the last four episodes for me were just a, a so such a chore to get through. I hated the ending. 
like even though the heel turn makes sense for char- for his character, I still felt it came out of nowhere. Just he's alive. He's like I know these are all tropes that we're used to in anime. Uh, some for some reason this one bothered me more than most. I think it's I I think I I think it's because the story st- finally started like having some substance to it. And I was like, okay, now we're getting down to business. This might have, like, a good finishing stretch. And I thought it just laid an egg, especially with the uh, Kozuna episodes. So I'm lower than most. I'm at a four. Mm. It's definitely no 7.4 that Mal has. No, 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 it isn't. I I, I don't understand how that that happened. Although, I guess, I guess people who watched it. When they were kids, yeah, like, oh, my, oh my that. god, oh my god, boobs! Wow, <laughs> just like that, eh, Hickey? <laughs> oh my god, boobs! I mean, to be fair, I'm almost 27, and that still works on me sometimes. But you know, <laughs> at least yeah, that's like, at least that's at least you give, uh, fucking sh- give a proper score to it. Y- yeah, it's not like man. I remember yeah. those boobs I washed when I was. All five. right, so I give the show a four. Damn Zuko's yeah. boobs, I give a solid eight. I give them a double that? D. What? You give them a double D? All right. <laughs> uh, what was that first episode called? Hold on. It was called The Demon and the Double Ds. That was episode yep. one. Ah, uh, that's indeed. <laughs> a lot of great titles. Wandering Lust. Fucking yeah. Perv in Pursuit. Yep. Let's see. There's some more here I'm looking at. Sin and Punishment. Uh <laughs> mm-hmm. Riveting. Yeah, Junko and the Pursuer. That's uh, Perv in Pursuit, yep. Mm. Well, okay. So we're out of five for this show, basically. Yeah, I think that's fair. Same. Alright, so our next episode is going to be... Uh, so we're all busy in, in our two-week span, so it'll be in three weeks, our next episode, and it's over. It's my pick. It's Fushugi Yugi. First 25 episodes. Let's Yay. get into it. <laughs> Yay. Get into it, man. Yay. Yay, anime. 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 All right. Old anime. This was episode 130. See you next time. Peace. Bye.